Hi, I'm Anna Williamson, and this is the Experian Cost of Loving podcast, where we're going to be having a serious chat about all things romance and money. Lewis, now the bigger earner than me. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Woo me. Excite me. La, 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 la. And he'll be buzzing that I just said that. I was a financial mess. And it turns out she's got more money than he has. (laughs) (laughs) Be confident in who you are, whatever that is. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Hi there and welcome to Experian Cost of Loving podcast with me, your host, Anna Williamson. And I'm looking forward to getting stuck in, down and dirty on the topics of dating, relationship and how it may impact your wallet. Today is all about the gender gap. So we'll be talking about who pays the bill, do we split the bill, social media trends when it comes to dating and expectations around money. And I'm delighted to have a fantastic couple who are joining me to give their views and opinions on this particular topic. They have a BAFTA, very snazzy. They are property and finance experts and content creators. It is Antoinette and Tayo Ogontonade, probably the hottest couple (laughs) I know. Yeah, I'm all about the flattery. Thank you. I like that intro. Did you like that? Did I big you up enough? No, because you know a lot of hot couples. Yeah, that's why I really liked it. To be fair, I'm pleased you reckon. I do, I do actually. (laughs) You do. I do know a lot of hot couples, but I'm going to put it out there now. And I would even say this publicly on social media and everything. There doesn't come a hotter couple than you two. I'm going to clip it up, for sure. Clip that up. (laughs) Get it on the gram. (laughs) Get it on TikTok. Uh, Which is um, ironic, really, because we're going to be talking a lot about social media and the impact um, that a lot of the trends uh, have on the dating world and and the other way around as well. And, of course, how that impacts our finances. Because as a relationship expert myself, let's be honest, and you guys obviously huge in, in finance and property, you know, it's not sexy, is it? You know? When you talk about relationships and sex, uh, intimacy and money, it just sounds a bit crass, a bit (laughs) vulgar, a bit icky. But, right, it's so, so important, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that... um, it's interesting because it plays a part in all of our lives, like you say, in everything that's uh, concerned. And it's a it's a taboo subject, so yeah. people don't often like to talk about it, but it's a conversation that often needs to be had, right? I think so. I think maybe not on the first date, maybe not yeah. on the first link up, but I think before you start getting serious or think about getting serious, let's just let's just have the conversation. Let's get it out quickly. Right, right. I think so, it, yeah. It, it is about confronting that elephant in the room, yeah. especially yeah. if you are... Um, moving into a committed relationship, yeah. which of course you guys are. Because how long have you guys been married? Oh, so we've been married. We'll be married five years this year. Nice. And we've been together for fourteen. 14 wow. Years. Yeah. Well, listen, without blowing smoke up your backsides, I mean, I couldn't think of two more perfect guests because I think you're so inspirational as, as to so many people. Because you know, I know I'm, I'm married myself for ten years. We know relationships are hard. Relationships yeah. are yeah. tricky. They are challenging. And I think any well, I know as a, as a relationship expert, anyone that thinks you breeze through, you know, a perfect marriage, a perfect relationship, and it doesn't doesn't come with conflict and uh, disagreements, then you know we need to wake up. And I yeah. think that's why I I really admire fellow couples. It's it's tricky. It's tough. There are lots of different topics and conversations. I mean, but also one of the the number one things is money. Yeah. Is yeah. finances, and um, you know, finances is hailed as one of the number one causes of relationship breakdown. Um, and I think exactly, you know, as as we've discussed and you said, and we all we all sort of you know preach from the same hymn book. You know, we can't underestimate 
enough how important it is to be cool about talking about money. And yeah. I think typically as well, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I'm going to get into social media trends in a minute because they answer for a lot yeah. our Gen Zers. Um, but I think, you know, as, as Brits, you know, we are programmed to not talk about money. I think yeah. um, my American friends yep. are a lot more chilled about it yeah. and when yeah. it comes to relationships and you know I remember you know good good um, friends of mine who are American you know they, they talk quite openly about what they earn for yep. things yeah. and how much things cost and you know I'm there sort of there clutching my hammer <laughs> yeah. uh, hyacinth bouquet style going you can't talk about money it's vulgar yeah. it's vulgar and I think you know and I, and I get it you know we don't want to be crass we don't want to be vulgar but I think what we are really striving for now in 2024 is to find that middle ground around being transparent yeah. about mm. finances we don't have to be vulgar about it no. yeah. it's not about showing off yeah. it is about being really real and honest because money is so secretive yeah. yeah I mean what do you think yeah I think definitely even in like the career and amongst friends uh speaking about salaries is something that allows you to kind of like aspire for more but I think definitely in dating as well I've always been a big fan of like transparency mm. I think that one thing that Antoinette and I did early doors was that um you kind of show the real you and are a lot transparent and you kind of manage expectations that well. So I remember like, um, Antoinette and I have dated for quite some years. Yeah. And there'd be like, I love the fact that there'll be like a birthday where I might get her like a, let's say like a Louis Vuitton bag. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying that. <laughs> How, <laughs> but the next year, it's kind of like, money isn't the same. Right. And this is when we're really young. So I might get her a card. You might have mm -hmm. like two pounds in it. I'm joking, not to you. I'd rather put a card, nothing in the card. But, if there's but a nice yeah, message but she, yeah. understa she but understands. She understands that. Yeah. And I think that sometimes people feel that if you get the Louis Vuitton bag, like next year, it has to be like a Range Rover at 22 years old. Yeah. And I think that it's it's just that understanding that look, we live in the real world. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the real world, yeah. and in a cost of living crisis. I mean, yes. I'm sick and tired of saying that. I, mean, I think we're all sick and tired of living in it. But it is facts, and it is real. Yeah. And I think you know the, the, why I'm so please that Experian uh, have done this amazing research and done this podcast is to really kind of debunk a lot of these myths and stereotypes because it's, oh, I sound like a right or granny saying this, but you know, it really concerns me, you know, seeing, you know, uh, Gen Zers or whatever, thinking they need to be living the, I mean, I look now, I've got, I've got niece and nephew in their early twenties. Yeah. They are living the most bougie lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm serious. I'm like, what is that on your Christmas list? A 250 pound belt? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't even know you're born child you're still in college you know I would be grateful if you know I got I don't know like you said 10 pound Amazon voucher yeah. do you know what I mean and I think but it is this this measuring against sort of this lifestyle and I think you know influencers you know, have a lot to answer for. I don't mean that in a shady way at all, but, yeah. you know, and I, I spend a lot of my times, I'm sure you guys do, about being real and yeah. just seeing filters and certain people for uh, for, for what it is, you yeah. know. Um, people living on credit a lot of the time. And yeah. when you really unpack, like we're saying about relationships, but this is why there's such a marriage between relationships and money, because when you start to unpack what's really going on, yeah. then you start to go, okay, maybe it isn't quite as glossy uh, and as perfect as we perceive everyone else's life to be. Exactly. And that's where we're getting ourselves in trouble. Because yes. once that horse has bolted, it's yeah. really hard to rein it back in, that's right? It. Absolutely. I, I think the unfortunate thing is, is that the numbers and data and facts aren't sexy enough. 
I think that's exactly what it is. Fact. Numbers because are not, it's not a sexy topic. It's not a sexy no. topic. And I think that when you see like the um, things on Instagram and all the highlight reels, it's that you pin yourself against to those unrealistic expectations. Mm. But if we were able to actually focus on the numbers and it says that the average person in the UK earns around like 30K, when someone's talking about a bag that costs 30K, you wouldn't feel so... Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't feel that, oh, should I be able to afford a 30K bag? Mm. You wouldn't feel like that because exactly. you know that most of the people that are commenting on it probably earn around the 30k mark basically exactly we've got to focus on the facts and i and i think you're right in that because i think there is there people are assuming everyone is you know racking up these six figure salaries left mm. right and center absolutely Look at not the stats. right what's the yeah. average salary in the uk about what 20 27 so, yeah. and you say average average exactly. average yeah. salary so exactly. that tells us that's what most people are kind of the ballpark <laughs> yeah. on and as you say and i and it's not to say we can't aspire absolutely you know, yeah. It's not to say that we shouldn't go on lovely dates, yeah. um, that we shouldn't treat our missus to a Louis Vuitton bag, <laughs> but if it's within your financial capabilities. Yes. And on the on the flip side to that, there are some good TikTok trends and stuff coming around with people being a lot more realistic about yes. money, which is which is really good. But going back to data, so I'm talking to social media, I just want to touch on a few trends that have been doing the rounds. Oh, here we go. <laughs> just to get your thoughts on this. Um, so there was a scenario where a date, uh, so this is a big topic that we're, we're always talking about, we're always hearing about, I get it in my field, you must get it in your field. But it's about splitting the bill. I'd say this is probably up there as the it's number one. There, yeah. Who pays, right? So, but a date got upset uh, about asking uh, to split the bill. So it does raise the, the question around expectations and fairness when it comes to dating. So, I mean, maybe going back to when you first had, you know, dates, um, you know, what were your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on that now? So I, I, I think for me culturally as well, as a Nigerian man, I typically will always pay for um, the dates mm -hmm. and the first dates. I think that um, outside of that, there's a lot of expectancy for um, men to pay for the first date, mm -hmm. and I think I, I think that socially I kind of go with that. But the one thing I'm against is the cost of the date. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I feel that typically, typically in my mind, it's kind of like the person that invites should pay, and typically mm -hmm. a guy would invite a girl for the first date. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how it's done in the movies, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's how it's done Hollywood. in the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that where we're getting a lot of like back and forth is that. Um, if the first date is 300 pounds, that's where a problem comes because that's a significant, especially like sometimes people pay 300 pounds for a date and you don't save on a monthly mm. basis. You don't invest anything, you don't tuck anything away for a rainy day, right. but you're paying 300 pounds for a date. So that's that's a lot of money on a date. It's a lot of money. money. Like you could invite oh someone. Gosh. And I think that if we were only talking about coffee dates, there wouldn't be that much discussion about splitting and right. there wouldn't be that much drama if it was like yeah. come for it. Yeah. And coffee dates are nice, you get to talk. Like That's why people have coffee meetings rather than dinner because you actually get to communicate. Yeah. I'm more likely to do um, good business over a coffee than a dinner. So it's kind of like, why, why are we shifting to things that are always more bougie? And I think that it, yeah. because of that, that's, what, that's where these discussions are coming in. I think a man should pay for the first date. Ooh, I is. think there's something nice and special about a woman feeling wanted. Chivalry. 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 Woo me. Excite <laughs> me. Treat me. You want to get to know me? You've asked me out. Mm -hmm. Pay. Now, I think that's the key point here. And actually, to your point, Tyra, as well. Yeah. And I think I would agree um, as, as a dating expert that for a first date, whoever has initiated that date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think when they're, yeah, I think 
it 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 sways in that direction yeah. of that person going well look this is my opportunity to take you out because that's what i would like to do and if you obviously readily accept lovely yeah um and then because people always ask me and i think for me it's often about sort of judging how that date goes and it and and also setting those parameters up front, like to your point, Ty, as you say, I mean, maybe you are wedged up and you can afford a £300 first date and you want to do that. But sometimes the recipient might not feel comfortable yeah. with that. Sometimes they might. I mean, I probably mm. would. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes people might not because they might feel there's a power imbalance. They yes. might feel inferior. Mm. And that then plays into a whole new level of self-confidence, self-esteem, upbringing, um, behaviors, attitudes around money, you know, feeling like you're owing something, you know, and all of that. So so where do you feel around that? When Because I'm with you, Ty. I think one of the... And if, if you take nothing away from this else from this podcast, I think my advice is always to keep that first date that first yes. interaction neutral mm. beige mm. where yeah. take finances off the table i don't yeah. know if you'd agree with this as financial experts but i think it is such a big deal in yeah. relationships yeah. Yeah. it really is and we can't ignore it because it is yeah it's the number one cause of breakdowns you know yeah. there's a lot of research but i think when you take that out of the equation on the first date, you're then, there's a big trend now in 2024 of Valcor dating. So values based, what your values are, what your Absolutely. reason yeah. is for going on. So yeah. finding out about that person yeah. before you start checking out their bank balance and whether yeah. they can afford to take you to the Maldives. Yeah. You know? And you know, all of that, all of that I consider is fluff. Sometimes it's important fluff when it comes yeah. to setting up your home and obviously checking that there isn't a massive amount of debt or yeah. people's spending yep. habits and, and attitudes around money. That's a whole new layer as well well which we absolutely need to get into if we're getting into a long-term relationship but I think first up on dating I think keep it as simple as you possibly can and then that second date yeah maybe we we started to suss out on that first date yeah. where we might be going and then gauging yeah. what might be an appropriate second date like I've got a friend of mine who he he's he, yeah, this is years ago, but he's, he come, he's pretty well off. He worked hard. And he was taking these girls out and he was doing that. He was going to these ridiculously expensive places on the first date. They were just seeing him as a cash cow. Mm. Now, what I kept saying to him is the problem is then you're not giving them the chance to actually find out more about you Absolutely. because you're splashing the cash on them, yep. you yep. know, from day one. Yep. So I kept saying to him, no offense, Pizza Express. Take them to Pizza Express. <laughs> yeah. Keep it neutral. Yeah. Keep it neu yeah. You know, just keep it neutral. Let them find out about what a nice guy you are. Because yeah. I did feel, if I'm completely honest with you, I think he was overcompensating for the fact that I don't think he felt like he was perhaps good looking enough yeah. or this yeah. enough, which is ridiculous. But that's how he felt. So he was like, I'm going to wow them with my with my bank balance. And I said, thank God, several years later, he's married to a beautiful girl who, ironically, was the first date he listened to my advice. Oh, oh, wow. and, actually, and it turns out she's got more money than he. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did but they went on that date and it was not about money, money. yeah, yeah. They are, and they are a beautifully matched couple you know seven yeah. years later and i think that's excellent yeah. advice i think that like money and how much someone earns should be uh kind of secondary i know like there's a lot of stuff on social media about um finding out how much someone earns before you date them to see if they can date you and like, a lot of people think that that's high standards, but mm. I think it's actually the opposite because if all they need to do to be dating you is um, earn 100K or 200K, then that means you're taking everybody that earns over. Yeah. There's no, like, you haven't even found out if they're a nice person or if they're even generous. What's the Definitely. point in, yeah. <laughs> you, if you're focusing on the money and they're not generous, what? What's the point? <laughs> they could have a lot of money and they're not trying to spend They're not trying to spend anything on you. On you. It would be high <laughs> as anything. Exactly. Or, or as you say, I mean, having, you know, having a load of money, but they're not fitting your values around. Exactly. You know, do they, 
you know, you might be big into, you know, philanthropy and want to give to charity. You're not saying everyone has to, yeah. But, yeah. but some people are really big on that. And so for something, for me, it doesn't matter how rich you are, and I've got some wealthy friends, you know, I've got some very unwealthy friends, but for me, I find it incredibly unattractive. And actually, I, I don't really like being friends with people that I consider mean. Yeah, mm. you know, yeah and absolutely, that, and yeah, one sure, of my, yeah. But it's just one of my values. Yeah. I'm not saying everyone has to, you know, waft around the world, you know, yeah. you know, trying to change the world. But at the same time, it, but it's the mindset. Yeah. yeah. The mindset. Yeah. It's like, what's mine's mine and yeah. to hell with everybody else. Yeah. You know? yeah. Because those aren't people that I enjoy the wider, yeah. you know, conversation yeah. that I'm aligned with. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're a bad person, yeah. but they're not compatible for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's really important. You're absolutely right. You could be absolutely loaded, but if you're a mean as anything with it, what's, then the, what's point? the point? Then what's yeah. the point? I think, I think I've, I've got a 22-year-old brother, mm-hmm. um, and I always say to him, don't let anyone convince you that you need to be out in Hakkasan, Nobu, dating these girls. Preach it, Antoinette. Like, I'm like, don't do it. Nando's is fine. Nando's is really Pizza good. Express is fine. Yes. You know, your local chain is fine. Yes. Get to know the person and also be realistic with your spending as well when it comes to dating. For the guys, right, um, in particular, because quite often the expectation to pay for dates is mm. on them. What I kind of like to say to the younger guys in particular is that, do you know what? Society is going to try and tie your worth mm. to money and don't allow it to happen, basically. Yeah. Your worth isn't based on your how much you earn, as much as society tries to tell you that. Um, you're funny, you're charismatic. You're um, kind. You're, you're nice kind. to be around. Yeah. Like, all of these other things. And, uh, 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 based... Kind of manners. Exactly like, that. I'm raising my boy. I, said, I don't care what you do, as long as you are kind and you have manners and you think your shit don't stink, yeah, we are fine. I love, I love yeah. that last yeah. bit that you yeah. said as well. Like, yeah. literally, yeah. be confident in, in yeah. who you are, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. You're one of one, basically. And I think that once you kind of got that confidence in yourself, that self-worth, it's kind of like, we're, we're going here because that's what I want to pay right now. Yeah. 20 pound cap. Here's the voucher. Furthermore, it's 15 yeah, pound yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's 15 pound now. That, I mean, I think, you know, but that is sexy. <laughs> yeah. Sexy. <laughs> and to have that confidence to say, look, I'm so looking forward to seeing you. I want to take you out. But at the moment, yeah, I'm budgeting for a lot of things in my life. I mean, my God. And I would say this to, I mean, I know we're, we're talking kind of, you know, very you know heteronormative. But, you know, to a woman, that's sexy to a girl. A guy that is actually thinking about his yeah, finances yeah. and his budget and his future. Future. my god that is marriage material yeah, you want to go down part. that route not the guy that's just whacking it on his credit card <laughs> and is going to be saddled with 10 grand worth of debt before yeah. they're 25 we all know it's a thing we all know it's an elephant in the room so therefore if we all know it's a thing let's just let's just nail yeah. it yeah. head on before it, yeah. right we're going out tonight you know just just quickly deal with it before it then becomes a massive vibe killer and I was going to mention this to you so I've got a friend of mine that went on a date and it was going really really well they were teeing up the next date so this is is good this is a good situation mm. oh uh, it got to the bill paying and she said and she she offered you know to to pay half and i think she was hoping he would pay because he had suggested the date mm. so i think she was she loves a bit of chivalry i'm all for a bit of chivalry too yeah. but he made it really weird oh. um i think she and oh i think she said oh would you like me to contribute and he was like actually yes i would and she said and, and but suddenly it went she went it just went from being really good to smooching yeah. to snogging vibe is on to it was like pulling out the plug socket but ended up what happening was she was a bit like she kind of she was a bit of an awkward goodbye but she was like okay I'll give you know benefit doubt I don't know this guy you don't know his financial situation yeah, yeah. she's not you know she's cool with yeah, that yeah, yeah. whatever nice guy that's cool and then she said she got on the tube and then she got off the tube uh, and she saw a message oh okay message from him and it was literally he'd sent her his Monzo details to pay 
for the film. Oh, uh, and she was like, in that moment, she was like, not for me, not for me. <laughs> yeah. And it was such a shame because it was, you know, I would love to have got to that guy and said, dude, like, this is how we could have approached this probably a little bit better. Yeah. That's, it's not the sexiest interaction. And it is a difficult conversation, but I think it's important to have it up front as early as you can, even when you're teeing up the date. Yeah. What are you thinking about the date? Money's a bit tight for me at the moment, or I'm just making sure I'm not overspending at the moment. Yeah, the yeah. Are you happy with? I just want to get to know you. Like you say, let's go yeah. to a walk on a Costa. Yeah. Perfectly acceptable now. Go to a street food market. Go to a museum. You know, think of other ways to date that aren't expensive. And, and this is the thing where you say, like, the Americans are a bit more better with talking about money, mm. where it can help you. Because in a normal conversation, before you even set up the first date, it might be a thing of, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm currently saving for a house or I'm in between jobs or things that relate to the finances. Yeah. And Love then that. when it comes to the date, there's an expert there. There's kind of that background as to why um, we're going to a certain place or yeah. so on and so forth. I just want to chuck in, because uh, there have been some amazing research that Experian have done, um, just to get your thoughts on this. So um, research um, that we did at Experian found that 36% of men have browsed a potential date's social media profile, right, <laughs> to check if they could afford their lifestyle. So, I mean, we have sort of touched on this about kind of really centering on giving guys that confidence but what do you think about social media stalking i mean let's be honest we all kind of do it right <laughs> I, we all kind of I, do it and i think it needs to be done to an extent yeah I, 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 I'm, I'm i'm someone who i, I love information wherever it comes from mm. in it you got trying to say um, but i think there's two things on that particular note is that um, Instagram is a highlight reel mm. as well. Yes. Um, so um, people don't wake up in the morning with like sleeping at night and take a selfie and put it on the gram in it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. And the second thing I'll say is that um, um, I know everybody looks at people's Instagram. It's there to be looked at. But I think looking to see if you can afford that lifestyle, I don't think that's something that guys, sh um, like you said, 36% of men, I don't think it's, it's something they should get into a habit of doing. Mm. Right. Because you're not, that shouldn't be your first thoughts when dating. Your first thoughts should be like about what the person's about. And what you'll find is that that might translate into other stuff as well. It's kind of like everywhere you go now, you're going to start thinking about, can I afford to be in this room? Yeah. Can I afford to... And it goes back to what I said um, before. Just be confident in yourself. Exactly. Like, no matter how rich you are, there will be someone richer. Yeah. Everybody's poor to someone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Everybody's poor to someone. So yes. forget about tying what you are or what you do to yeah. money. Like, go out there, be yourself, let people buy into you because once they've bought into you, it's, it's there because you don't have to live up to something that you're not. You're yeah. doing that automatically. You wake up in the morning and you're you, basically. That's it. And not to put a damper on the topic as well. I personally don't believe in putting pressure on men. No. Right? Mm. So... I know a lot of problems come from financial situations mm -hmm. and sometimes you really have to start as you mean to go on. Yes. If you've put yourself in a situation where the woman has expectations that you constantly can't meet, you're going to find yourself in a lot of trouble mm -hmm. financially and mentally Absolutely. as well. Trying to keep up, trying to keep up, trying to keep up. You can't do that forever. No. And you will end up in a place where you just come tumbling down. And I don't believe in putting that type of pressure on men. Like we've said before, we live in a real world where, you know, life is not about dates and nice things all the time. Some of us are really just trying to struggle to put a roof over our heads yeah. and just have a nice day. And have some food. <laughs> have yeah. some food. And that is really what it comes you down know? to. <laughs> and just having a nice relationship, having fun with that person, enjoying that person's company. I really think that's what dating should be around. Oh, 
Love yeah. it. Um, and another um, little bit of research that came through from Experian that I just wanted to, to flag was that 20% of women uh, said that they expect, a, a, a fifth of women expect their partner to financially support them um, versus 17% of men. So it's quite, it's quite similar, actually. Mm. So what do you think of those figures? So one in, it's basically one in five uh, gender expects the other to support them. I think there's an interesting word that expects. And, and support is an interesting word as Isn't well. Yeah. What does that mean? That, does yeah, it mean, you're um, gonna help me out when I wanna get my nails done. Or does or, it mean pay your rent? Um, yeah. Pay your rent, does it mean I don't have to work? Yeah. Ever? Uh, or, it, yeah or when I have a baby, you yeah. know yeah. what say? It's, it's, uh, it's an interesting word, I think. Though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's uh, loosely uh, based on the fact that typically men earn more than women, typically, mm. basically. So I think what the 20% and the 17% are effectively saying is that if they are in a relationship, just like Antoinette said, it's our money, mm. there's a, like a, a waiting, if that makes sense. And I think it goes back to that question um, where sometimes they ask um, men, um, or sometimes they ask, um, are you comfortable with the woman being the breadwinner? Mm. And, and to link it to all, a lot of these conversations as well, this is why I often say to men, like, be comfortable in who you are because if you're earning, let's just say, double of what the average is at £60,000 a year and your wife is earning £6 million a year, like, you've got to be comfortable with the fact that, hey, she loves me for me. Yes. I'd be a house husband. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And, and, and lean in, because like, it's such a great point because a lot of, I know a lot of guys that do feel that... Um, threat to their masculinity. Mm. I think it's society's pressure. I think because because our previous generations, it has been more stereotypical. Yes. Yeah. You know, women haven't worked, you yeah. know, in generations gone by. Our generation is really one of the first yeah. for our, mm. our parents where, you know, there was starting to become parity amongst men and women working. And I think, I think, I think we were a few generations away or maybe a generation away from, again, really... Um, having that, that that change in attitudes because there is as much as I think and I'm speaking as a, a woman here you know we are trying to push you know shared parenting and mm. shared salaries and it doesn't matter whether I earn more than you on you know how much you put into you know into the joint pot it is about having that financial plan together it's yes. like yes. you know it's almost taking your gender out of it yes it's like right here's what I earn here's what you earn what are our joint needs yeah. within mm. the house the family what are our individual needs an interdependent relationship having yeah. independence out Outside the relationship, you know, what are our expectations? What do we do when um, things might be challenging? You know, what might happen if I have a baby and I can't work? Or do you want to step up and do shared childcare? Is that a possibility? Yeah. What does that mean for our finances? Can, you know, how much do we need to survive on this? You know, as we said right at the beginning of this episode, you know, talking about, you know, intimacy and finances, it's not going to be the sexiest topic mm. you're ever going to confront. But I believe, and I think we're all on the same page here, it's one of, the, it's the most important topic you can 100%. have to have a happy, healthy, transparent relationship. Because the minute you start hiding that stuff, the, you know, aspirations, the credit cards, the debt, you know, your relationship is on shaky ground. Yeah. 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 And Absolutely. it starts with that first date, as you quite rightly said, show up on that first date as the man or woman that you, you are, are. Yeah. unapologetically, yeah. own your background, own yeah. your upbringing. Yeah. You know, if you own who you are, there is somebody out there that will find you utterly perfect for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's so important for the younger generation yeah. as well because they're not at the maximum or close to the maximum of their earning potential. Yeah. So for the younger generation, you really do need to be looking at 
what they're like, like their resilience or their consistency. Yes. That's the kind of things that you want to be looking 100%. at rather than what they what they can spend on today's date. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, it's, it's what you find says. One of the sexiest things I find about my husband is that he's funded himself through university. There you go. You know, I find that so sexy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think, you know, because it says a lot about him. Yeah. You know, and I think this is what, you know, you guys met at university and I can tell this is why you're such an amazing couple because there's curiosity and respect from yes. each yeah. other. And, you know, and even, you know, like you said at the beginning there, Ty, culturally, you know, your attitudes around dating. Again, but it, I think that's really important, which I don't think we put enough emphasis into, yeah. is respecting different cultural attitudes yeah. towards dating. Yeah. Because there is a different culture yeah. um, and attitudes and expectations around that from how we've been brought up, from how we've seen our elders behave and how we then interpret it in modern day society. So I think all of that, I always say to people in the dating world, lean into that curiosity. You know, if you are a woman, for example, who is absolutely against a man paying for them, but they insist, lean into why they yeah. feel they want to yeah. do that. Has that come from a cultural belief? Is it, you know, what does that mean to them? Yeah. Yeah. And at least understand where they're coming from Absolutely. if you don't necessarily want to do it because that is where compromise can be met. Tayo, Antoinette, I mean, we could talk, I think, for about five years. Uh, <laughs> and we will when yeah. we're off podcast. Yeah. Um, but honestly, thank you so much for your insight um, in your personal lives as well as your professional lives. Honestly, everything you were saying, I was just sort of air punching along yeah. the way. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Preach, it makes so much sense. Um, what would you say have been your key sort of takeaways from our little chat? Anything that surprised you or just really stamped home kind of some of your beliefs around dating and finances? Just to have realistic expectations yeah. from men, you know, not everyone earns two. No, it's not even not everyone. Hardly anyone earns two hundred thousand pounds. I think it's okay? like 0. 0. 0. 0. 5 yeah. percent yeah. or yeah. something. And then even then, you might not fancy them. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Just have realistic expectations. I'll, I'll, I'll to the ladies, right? Have realistic expectations and enjoy yourself, right? And get with someone that you actually like, caring, kind, considerate. Those things are more important than how much cash he may or may not be carrying in his pocket. Absolutely. And okay. Antoinette spoke to the ladies, so I'll speak to the men. Yes. Men, especially the young men. Um, be yourself. Be comfortable in your own skin. And that'll help you in dating a lot. And then the second thing is, is that dating is an investment for both parties, mm. right? You're both investing your time and you both could be investing your money. Um, however, dating has the chance to return zero. So invest uh, uh, the right amount <laughs> with their chance of there being a zero return, right? Because you might it might not be the one for you. You may have to date someone else. Sometimes you have to date four or five people. So you don't want to spend 500 pounds per date because the return investment could be zero. So yeah, your time and your money, invest it wisely. And yeah. that is why you are a BAFTA award winner. <laughs> <laughs> and just to wrap all of that brilliant advice and takeaways, uh, I would say just stay curious. Stay curious, stay real, stay authentic, and you never know, you might just meet the love of your life. Guys, thank you so much. And I look thank forward to welcoming you. you onto the next Experian Cost of Loving podcast where we will have even more intriguing conversations around the world of dating, relationships, and finance. If you're struggling with money worries or debt, then you're not alone, but help is available. Whilst the first step is often the hardest, it's also the most important. You can reach out to Step Change, Citizens Advice or National Debtline, who all offer free, independent advice for a wide range of money issues.